0: hanging? How's it happening? You guys know what it is. This is Kevin from the Cold Progression Podcast, brought to you by MSOTD. Rocks or rock and metal. Thrive. Wish you guys a happy Tuesday. It is January 5th of 2021. Yes, it is our first episode of the new year. Yeah! Woo! Yeah! Woo! 2021 is here. Bye-bye 2020. Let's get back to some live shows, man. Yeah. And we talk about all of that in this episode with the band Soul Switch out of Orlando, Florida. Yes, this is number six in our series with mvk music i believe we got two more still hopefully ready to go but hey if we just end up having six my god it's been a great six in this conversation oh boy you guys are gonna like this because we talk a lot of stuff about 2021 getting ready for live shows how the band expects certain things to happen with those live shows in terms of people coming back how people are gonna end up returning these live shows and also we just get into a bunch of fun stuff and um chloroform is a theme for this one but the story behind it is right at the beginning so you guys will not miss it from the get-go so this one is fun fantastic and you guys are gonna love it so are you guys ready because i know i sure as hell am let's start out 2021 right with the podcast let's go yeah Well, 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 ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, listeners of the Chord Progression Podcast. We are starting this year off right with another band from the MVK Music Group. This is number six that we've interviewed. All of them have been great so far. And guys, I gotta tell you, this one promises to be a good one already with a little bit of the banter back and forth between Mr. Paul and Mr. Matt over here. So please welcome nope. the band Soul Switch to the podcast. So guys, welcome to Chord Progression Podcast.
1: Hey, man. Thanks, thanks for having us.
0: Thanks for being on, guys. How is everything going in your neck of the woods on this day and
2: age? Day by day. That's what I say. All the time.
1: Day by day. It's good. It's it's been a little cold lately, but every day.
3: Just grinding. Can't complain about anything.
1: Been a little cold
3: lately. I'm
0: not going to. say. been a little cold lately. Aren't you guys in Florida? It was like 37 degrees. I love the cold.
2: I'm from Buffalo. It should be this way
0: i was like 37 degrees that's for for, during this time of year for where i'm from that's warm like 37 degrees that's that's great if you get it
1: no i get it but i don't i actually don't live in florida by accident (laughs) oh oh,
0: (laughs) this is on purpose it's 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 so it's for the warm weather and all the senior citizens
1: yeah for sure
0: (laughs) and and the crazy music scene out there too because it's like every time i think about like the hard rock heavy metal music scene it's like there's spots there's the northeast there's the Midwest, there's Texas, and then Florida's its own damn thing too.
3: Yeah. Florida's Florida is always its own damn thing. Florida does what it wants to do.
0: No rules. Yeah, there's there's it's just ridiculous. The stories I've heard from people are like, yeah, we've played in Florida and all of a sudden, you know, we end up uh meeting a homeless guy and he took us to a house and we party till three in the morning. I've heard that story before. So it's Florida. But before we really jump into everything, I like to start out with this with bands that I'm not necessarily sure that my audience is going to be very well versed in. So I like to start out with you guys introducing yourselves with three things. The first two are easy. The last one is my favorite. So I need you guys to introduce yourself with your names, what you do in the band, and then my favorite. We're going to go with that classic like high school like welcome week of college. We want to know a little fun fact about yourself but it's got to be the wackiest thing you can think of it could be a story it could be a wacky little tidbit whatever it is because it's always hilarious one of my standards i always get bands to do that is always kind of funny if you guys are single and have tinder read your tinder vials those are always hilarious
1: <laughs> no no tinder here oh but darn but i'll let uh go ahead paul you can start it off
2: <laughs> oh, oh, oh oh i see i see well the first thing i have to ask is matt what are you drinking there is it like milk and
3: uh, it's an adult drink. It's eggnog,
2: duh. <laughs> oh, it goes along with the holidays, man. That's awesome. Um, as Matt just said, my old oh, Jimmy said, I'm Paul. Um, I'm the singer. And, uh, wow. You put me on the spot, Jimmy first.
1: Oh, my bad. No, oh, it's good. always the point. I wasn't to put ready.
2: Spot. <laughs> uh, so, some wacky story. I don't, I don't know if I have a wacky story right now. Um, I don't know, man, I guess let me put on the, let me, I'll just say that the last song that was on my Spotify that I just played.
0: All right, well, yeah. Well, what, what is it?
2: It's actually a uh, say no to this from Hamilton.
0: Oh, that is a little bit of a wacky just, fact. Yeah, that answer.
2: is wacky. Isn't it? You weren't expecting that.
0: No, I was expecting something like, you know, you got, you felt like you were in like this kind of like WWE wrestling mood and we're playing Metalingus by Alter bridge and trying to do the whole entire edge, walk down the ramp entrance.
2: You know, I went yeah, for a I- run. I went, for, I've been going for runs and stuff. And, um, uh, two nights ago, I listened to all of our Soul Switch music because, you know, I got to keep that up, you know. And uh, then, uh, yeah, tonight I just felt like something different, so I put on Hamilton. And if you ever, if, come on. It's a good show. I told Jimmy he needs to check it out, but if you're into rap, you got to check it out. That's all I got to say.
1: I don't know, I can't do it.
2: It's not a wacky story, but you know what? You weren't expecting it, so there you go. It's
1: that, not that... better than The Greatest Showman. Ooh.
0: Wow I'll say, when it comes to the greatest showman Stuff, the, the, the best part about it is when Newfound Glory uh, did a pop punk cover of This Is Me, because it sounds fantastic.
1: I mean who doesn't like a movie with Wolverine in it?
0: Oh wow yeah. Ryan
3: nice- Reynolds
1: <laughs> <laughs> Okay.
0: Matt, uh, you, I think you won that argument right there.
1: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you wanna go you want me to go, Matt, or you wanna go?
0: I can go. All right.
3: I'll uh, see
1: you later. <laughs> yeah, I got eggnog.
2: Guess we we'll
0: get the
3: eggnog first, and then actually, before I go, it's funny that you brought up the wrestling thing because when you did your intro, I was like, "That's very wrestling." This dude should be a ring announcer or something like that. <laughs> but um, so I'm Matt. I play bass and do backing vocals. And lucky for Paul, my story involves the both of us, so it'll fill in for the both of us. Ooh, all of Paul has these bushes at his house so about a week i waited till he got home because we have the same trucks kind of so i wanted to surprise him so i popped out of the bushes he screamed all weird so i chloroformed him and uh put him in mine. and we drove to the beach and then he woke up he was like half buried and i did that whole cut his leg off and put ketchup all in his joints so he thought his leg was missing and Basically woke up, and that's where your hobo story for Florida comes in. And, you know, one thing led <laughs> to another. And I'm out of chloroform now, but Paul's happy. And I know I'm happy because I got to mess with him a little bit.
2: This, this explains a lot.
0: <laughs> I think Paul's just happy with the fact that when he finally came to it and saw that his leg was buried in the sand with a bunch of ketchup around it, that it wasn't actually blood and that it wasn't cut off. But it does kind of stink, though, man. You're out of chloroform right now. I mean, that's also been getting harder and harder to come by lately.
3: It is, but it's still good. Go, you know, go with what you know. Doesn't Amazon have
2: it on Prime? Shipping? <laughs> Prime <What? May. laughs> no, it's don't some... give me more ideas. We don't want more. <laughs> <laughs> that was enough. I
0: feel like this is going to be an idea for a song all of a sudden. You're going to start writing some about the night I was betrayed
1: when my bassist came
0: out of the bushes. Or,
1: or proposed to. You. Who who knows? What, I don't. I don't know.
0: I mean, anything could. I mean, anything could have happened.
1: Twenty twenty. That I mean, sounds like twenty twenty one. Have you guys
2: ever <laughs> seen a uh, bad lip reading? Um, the Star Wars ones. Oh yeah. There's a something the uh, bush, something about the bush with Yoda. That that sounds exactly like that song. I
1: anything have no with, idea what you're talking about, but I'll okay. say
0: anything with Yoda and the bad lip reading is hilarious. I think it my, the one I always remember is the seagull one.
1: Yeah, I'll check. I'll check it out, Paul.
2: Yeah, seagulls is good.
1: Um, I'll find the name
2: of that. All right, Jimmy, all right. your turn.
1: All right, so I'm Jimmy. I play guitar. Um, do a little bit of backing tracks, or backing singing, not backing tracks. Um, wacky story, or is it a story that it could be, can it be any story?
0: It could be a wacky story, wacky fact, whatever it is that you think is going to, I'll put it this way, whatever you think is going to get me to laugh.
1: Oh, to laugh? I could oh. be
0: that, honestly, actually, I'll put it this way, just give how me about, whatever. How about feel.
1: just like, whoa, how about like, okay.
0: I can do that. Right, I can do right. that.
1: So uh, I actually thought about this the other day. Every now and again, it comes up. So obviously, everybody knows when nine eleven happened. In nine eleven, for the two yep. towers. So back then, I was working for Motorola, and I used to do um, all the communication for them to run lines to to get them out. Like so, the, when that day, the day that nine eleven happened, I was. Getting all the stuff ready for FBI, Secret Service, New York State Fire Department, police. So all that stuff was supplied through my line through Motorola for the first responders and everybody PSA, everybody. All right.
0: I'll say that is that is definitely a wacky fact. That is one (laughs) of the
1: holy shit variety. (laughs) Yeah, when I think back to that, I'm like, wow, I, I had a, I had a. I don't, I don't know if it's significant, but it's, it, it helped a lot because that, we were just a provider for them. So,
0: I mean, it, it easily helped a lot because you helped maintain that line of communication between all the first responders. So it definitely did play a big part. Even though it was more on the back end, it still did play a big part.
1: Yeah. That, I mean, I used to get the sheets at the beginning of the shift. So I would know who we're making the stuff for. And all the stuff we made for was always government or industrial or commercial. It was never consumer. The stuff I I worked with was the consumer stuff. So when I saw the sheet and all you saw was Secret Service, FBI, New York State, like I worked seventy six hours that week. It's a lot so. of freaking hours, man. <laughs> yeah, so we supported them pretty hardcore. It was it was cool.
0: And it was this was this bef- this was before Red Bull was even a thing, too. Red Bull <laughs> was
1: it? Yeah. No dos You ever heard of No Yeah.
0: I haven't heard that name in such a long time. Yeah.
1: Uh, there was a point that I was taking so much no-dose that I took no-dose and I went to sleep. Like, it doesn't even do anything to me anymore.
0: There have been – I know a couple people like that where it was like after like Rockstar Energy drinks or Monster Energy drinks or Nosses where it's like they would take them, like drink like two or three in a day and all of a sudden like trying to go to sleep at night, it's like bing, bang, boom, they're out. I drink one at like 10 in the morning and by – like it's still a, like one in the morning, the next morning, you see my hand. It's like shaking yeah. still because of the caffeine.
1: It's, yeah, I definitely stopped all the uh, energy drinks, unless it's in my vodka. So,
0: uh, vodka Red Bull, man. Yeah. See where you go with that. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm, I'm, I'm more of a I'm more of a straight tequila and beer kind of guy. Okay. Pina colada. <laughs> and also spiked eggnog.
3: it's not even spiked. I'm not that cool. <laughs> oh,
1: oh.
0: I knew it. Oh. oh <laughs> Got to throw, throw you some rum chata in there. Really get festive for the holidays. There it is. Yeah, that's some good cool right. stuff too.
3: I had some Baileys, but we opened the top off of it and it was all like crusty and shit. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure this was here last Christmas. And I don't know how you're supposed to store that. So normal eggnog it is.
0: Yeah, I, think, I think you're supposed to store that cold actually after yeah. you open it up. 100, 100% not what I did. Yeah, I would say that maybe you, <laughs> want, you want to go and get a new bottle of Baileys if you do that.
2: Yeah, if it's curding, you don't want to touch that, man. No, just shake it up really hard. It's fine. Well,
3: it's like, it's like cottage cheese and everyone likes cottage cheese.
1: <laughs> yeah, Don't waste alcohol. That's all I gotta say.
0: And that's, I mean, I mean, I mean, where I'm from, I mean, anytime you waste alcohol, it's considered alcohol abuse. Yeah, there you, you go. Can't do it. You can't do it. I mean, I literally got a fridge, mini fridge in the corner of my living room over here that looks like a PBR can and you open it up <laughs> and there's only one thing in there and it's beer. That's it. No, I thought we're back on pina coladas. That would have been cooler. <laughs> Well, I don't. I'm not a big fan of pina coladas. I'm not a big fan of getting caught in the rain either. It just happens, man. And, I, and I'm not into yoga, but I only have a quarter a quarter of a brain. I don't even have half a brain. It's just a quarter at this point.
2: Wait, we have to, we have to check something, Matt. Did you get that reference? I'm just making sure.
3: The rain thing was that one movie with the dude on the light pole thing, kind of stripping in the rain or whatever.
2: You know, he's he's quoting a song. <laughs>
1: Do you like pina colada? <laughs>
2: Do you like peanut coladas?
1: coladas? I think we established
2: that Getting I like peanut coladas.
1: You know, <laughs> the next lyric was what is what he said.
0: If you're not in the yoga. There it is. If you have half a brain.
2: <laughs> if you like making love at midnight.
1: Matt only I mean, likes drinking it. He doesn't like singing
2: it. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me ask you this, Kevin. What do you think Matt listens to in the car as he drives to work. That's the question.
1: Or in general. Just I don't amazing. think,
2: yeah. Or in general, I don't think many people know this. Ooh,
0: you're making me. You're asking me the questions on here already. I always love when this happens. So taking a look at Matt right now because even there's a um, there's a there's a group on Facebook. I'm part of. It's a SiriusX and Octane fan group. And for like two weeks ago, people were just posting pictures of themselves. And it was like, what do you think I listen to? So this is kind of like that challenge. And I was never good at those, but I'm gonna give it a shot. And taking a look. At Matt right now, I feel like my guess is going to be Seether. Nope. <laughs> this is nope. Question. Is
1: this? You can't even just say genre music. You didn't even have to say a band.
0: Oh, I was going straight with the band, uh, and apparently it's not Seether. So, I think I lost out of my uh, my ability there. I'm I'm now zero for seven at this point. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but... Go ahead, Paul. Let them know.
2: I well. I'll let Matt say it because I might miss say it. Cause
3: I'm out of eggnog.
2: <laughs> okay, Matt Matt likes to listen to it. And this is not knocking him because this is what I get through when I'm at work. This is how I get through my day. Um, either classical gaming music or movie soundtrack kind of stuff.
3: 100%. You know what's really cool right now? The Destiny 2 Beyond Light uh, soundtrack. That one's awesome. They did a good job of that. It's like danger music when you
0: drive. Okay, this is gonna sound odd, but when it comes to like, if you're really trying to get focused and really trying to get through something, I've actually noticed that listening to gaming music does help at times. So I still remember back when I was in college. This is like this is like my last semester in college back in 2016, studying for like my well like one of my last finals. I'm literally sitting in the library or standing in the library because I was at one of those standing tables. I'm like trying to figure out what music to listen to, and I found a 30 minute long loop of the soundtrack to Mario Kart Rainbow Road and Mario Kart 64. And I'm just oh, like, wow. I'm sticking with this. And <laughs> I think I listened that six times. So about, yeah, about three hours worth just standing, studying. And I think I got a B plus in that final. So
1: it works, man. Yeah. yeah.
0: See, science.
1: For for productivity, <laughs> I would listen to um, Chill Step Because they come in, they're like three hour bursts. They, That's like, not a thing. Yes. Yeah, it, it's actually... It, uh, very productive i I did all my floors to that my whole house what was it? it's what called was it? it's called chill step if you look it up on youtube there's like so many people that make mixes just for chill step because that's what people study to in college oh. and i didn't realize it was the thing until uh curtis my tattoo artist told me about it
3: i still think that's just like when you step outside in the grass in our 37 degree weather in florida and you're like hey that was cool
1: <laughs> like a, yeah. like a i've always
2: step. been a i've always been a fan of the mozart theory i always teach kids like when you when you have to memorize anything you you listen to music that has no words like the mozart theory specifically mm-hmm. they talk about but i have heard recently that that's not a thing anymore either so i don't know i don't know what i believe
0: anymore i don't know, like when what? i was like when i was trying to like study and stuff like i would love to listen to like like i would always listen to hard rock and like punk rock back when i was in college and if I tried listening to that while I was studying, I'd always end up like within like two or three minutes, I just start, you know, just studying else in my head would start bobbing back and forth. Then I start getting more violent with it to the point where I just stop studying and start like trying to just like go nuts. So I'm like, okay, okay, okay. Maybe not the best idea to listen to Anti Flag while I try and study, but you know what? Eh, I always did it every <laughs> single time anyway, pretty much, because I was like, I couldn't resist. It was too much fun. Okay. <laughs> nice. Well, everyone else is listening to like, like alternative rock or like indie rock or pop music, then you just see the one guy in the library just jamming. I was like, what's he listening to? And it's just a bunch of punk rock. It's Kevin. He's just going nuts. <laughs> Hep, it, it did happen a couple of times.
1: So Didn't where, smash my head on the table. A Kevin, times. where are you at? Are you
0: in Chicago? Where are you? I'm out of uh, Milwaukee, Wisconsin.
1: Oh, uh, that's where you are right now.
0: That's where I am right now. Sitting okay. right now. In, uh this chair in this room, in this house, we
1: played in uh Janesville, Wisconsin. Once okay. Uh,
0: tour. For uh, what do you remember the name uh the place that you played in like in Jane's oh
1: uh, back bar or back it was oh
0: something. I was supposed to go there at some point this year because uh, a band that I've interviewed uh, called American was it American Grim yeah American Grim were playing there and I'm like okay I want to go check them out but of course due to COVID yeah the show got canceled I was like oh man
1: so that, that place is huge dude like actually, it's a really big venue yeah, I had a cool
3: stage there I like that one.
1: Yeah, like the back in the back, there's a like it's its own corridor with the green rooms or whatever you hang out, but the wall is like 30 feet high. And Ooh. a lot of bands have all the bands signed the wall. And like, I guess Slayer's been there or whoever's been, like, there's a lot of big bands that've been there. Plus, cool. they gave us pizza. And they gave <laughs> us pizza. <laughs> I,
0: was, I kind of feel like they took that from a different Wisconsin venue as so when it comes like I'd, like sign the wall. But like, if you ever get a chance to play Milwaukee and play at the Rave here, in the basement of the rave, because it used to be an old like Eagles club, so it was like a health club and just like a social club kind of thing. There's a there's a swimming pool in the basement, and it's supposedly haunted. And like all the artists that come through and play there have signed the walls in the whole like in the pool. Uh,
1: but do you don't play in the pool, right?
0: No, um, I no one has ever played in the pool. If someone did, I would be pretty awesome. But I think like the only person that they would allow to play in the pool at this point, with how many times he's played there and how many how much money he's helped bring into the venue, would be Marilyn Manson.
1: Okay, and it would make sense for him to do it.
0: No, <laughs> oh, yeah, but like I was, but I'm like in um over Halloween weekend. They or actually for a couple weekends. They actually opened up the venue to, and just turned all the lights up, gave you flashlights if you wanted to. And like, basically let you like, if you, you paid a certain amount of money, it's like, you could do like a haunted house thing, but just the lights were turned off and you just explored with a flashlight. And I'm like, I hope I get to find my way into the pool area. And I did. And I'm just like, Oh man, this is awesome. And I'm trying to look at all the different signatures on the wall, just seeing where everyone is. And I'm thinking, Oh man, I'm just trying to find a show that I went to as I'm walking up the stairs. Like, to leave on one other end of the balcony i'm like okay i shine that i shine the flashlight on this giant signature that says ice nine kills was here and i look at my and my shirt was it a show was that i I bought an ice nine Kills show that they signed i'm like okay i gotta get myself a picture with this one i'm just like sitting there like ah right next to it (laughs) nice (laughs) so i'm trying to get it's like if you ever guys get a chance to play in milwaukee and play at the rave make sure you sign the pool and make sure it's i'll put it this way for people that like go there and like able to see the pool make sure you write some kind of weird wacky message on there that just stands out above everybody else
1: all right duly noted because if I would, I'm, I would love to play again anywhere
0: <laughs> no I, I'm, I'm pretty sure everyone would love to play again at some point but as i'll put it this way as the day we're shooting this because i want to get want to get your guys take on this as well as the day we're shooting this um the I think it was the CDC sent their recommendation for one of the vaccines to be approved for emergency use for the COVID 19. So, I want to get your take on this in terms of with this, but with, with this potential vaccine to be approved, and by the time this work comes out, it might have already been approved and started being distributed. But with it being approved and potentially distributed very soon and to the masses, do you see that live music could come back in 2021? Not only like in some capacity, but back to full capacity, what it was before the pandemic started.
3: I think uh once you start seeing pop shows pop back up and Taylor Swift and all that going back on the road, then you can pretty much think everything's going to be full swing.
0: Ooh, I didn't even think about like that aspect of. I was thinking more about like always, like with venues like rock and metal and all that stuff. Didn't even think about that with Taylor Swift as well. Like, if she come, if if those pop artists come back and they start going on the road, it's pretty much set in stone where everyone can because, I mean, pretty much people are gonna be they're gonna be going on arena tours at that point yeah and that's like a moving
3: city at that point the crew that those people bring with them for the most part and go city to city and and i don't know that's just kind of how i feel if if you start seeing a bunch of pop shows like you we'll see all our rock festivals have tentative dates for next year but if you start seeing those pop festivals and stuff like that popping up and actually happening then pretty much everything's probably greenlit
1: that's yeah, I think good. it's just going to take a while. That's all, you know, it, when it kicks in.
0: Yeah, because, well, hopefully with the hopefully with the vaccine, everything, especially if it gets distributed properly, I think like they were saying, like maybe sometime in like April or May would be sufficient enough to really get things back open again. So all of a sudden that would leave a lot open for the summer for those tentative uh, festival dates to be more set in stone. And then people getting back into that to the point where, you know, we're going back to festivals and everyone's packed in the crowd with each other mosh been having a great time you guys are up on stage playing your asses off and we don't have to worry about um a potential deadly virus coming through but see that's a different that's that's a different aspect to the question too because even if the show's come back
3: when do you think people will start acting normal because even if a shows back do you think everyone's going to automatically jump in and be in a pit altogether or do you think everyone's still going to kind of be like uh you
0: you have skin i'm not going to touch you Ooh, i actually can Kind of answer that in a way because I've talked about this with a couple of different bands in terms of bands that have actually played at times during this uh, pandemic and even with a different theory from Mr. Bar Rescue himself, John Taffer, where when it came down to like when the bars were going to open up, like how would this go? Like basically, you would have, you would not everyone would come back at first or not everyone would get back yeah. into the normal swing of things at first. However, the people that really put a lot of value on it and really just connect with it very heavily are going to go back to it and are going to get back to the way it was before COVID. Then it's going to take time where people will go there also, but then they'll keep their distance. Those kind of people will stay their distance at first. Maybe we'll go to the show, but just won't go as near around people as much. But then as time goes on, they'll start to integrate more back into what was before the pandemic. Then you get the people that are a lot more skittish and just kind of just don't put as much value on it. And will probably not attend concerts right away. But then as time goes on and as more people start coming through and as more normality starts to return, they're going to start coming back as well. However, the people that go absolutely crazy in the pits, once the music starts, I got to tell you, it is damn near impossible to just resist those. Even, even if there's I, a virus going on, it's so damn hard. I agree with that. I think
3: that's a very good answer.
0: What about phase oh are you in
3: over there, Kevin?
0: Um, I don't even know what phase it is or right? <laughs> what, what we call it a phase. But um, So all I know is right now is the time we're shooting this. Uh, bars are open still to limited capacity. I think it's like 25% right now. Um, still, the mask mandate is all around, and there's a good amount of places that are open, but it's just all limited capacity.
1: So do you do you guys even have shows yet over there?
0: Uh, no, unfortunately, we do not. Because it's, we, it's like do we, we have shows ahead. here? I know, and I was like, God, I kind of want to just... Can I go to Florida for a while just because I know there's <laughs> shows going on? I'd love to just go and just see some music, and all of a sudden... Once if I see a, a mosh pit start forming be like, "Oh, this will be really hard to get into because of COVID." And all of a sudden once that first song hits, I'm like just walking right over there like this is me now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, from what I've seen on the shows that have been around here right now, it's not a lot of people have been showing up to them, which
3: is understandable yeah what we were just talking about yeah
1: because because people just want to start like we already got asked since phase three happened like uh for like six shows really like back in uh middle of september or end of september october uh, october sorry and uh we just first off we we haven't been really around each other as much as we used to be um Due to other reasons, not because of COVID. Uh, Just been busy with other stuff. But (laughs) (laughs) I
2: I love it that Matt, I was at rehearsal last night, okay? I showed up. Well, it was a writing session, but you know, I was there.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But just to be safe for ourselves, plus, we just don't think it's worth it right now. Like we were like, we we said from basically what, uh, summertime, we're like, if this doesn't let up, we're just not going to play till 2021, like, just to be safe, you know, like August came around. We're like, all right, 2021. Cause it never really looked like it was going to come. And then when they opened phase three, we're still talking about Florida. They do everything kind of whatever other... they want to do. Yeah. So...
0: <laughs> but that makes sense though. To the point where it's, you guys haven't been around each other as much for mul- for multiple reasons to the point where all of a sudden like you might've been able to do some shows in 2020 in Florida with phase three being a thing. However, if it doesn't seem worth it to you, or if like you guys aren't as around each other as much, like that practice time just is, isn't there, so it's just time to really fine tune what a live show would be for you guys. It, it, yeah. it, it basically what I was saying when I'm going with that is, you're using your self awareness to know that okay maybe it's not the best time for us to go play live shows right now, even though we have the opportunity to. And instead work on other things that are going to be better for the band in the long term so you guys are just basically using your self-awareness to make sure that you guys are doing the best thing that you can do for soul switch as possible
1: oh yeah that's why the new songs are coming you know writing a bunch of new songs we're like this is the perfect time we can't do anything safe this is the next thing you know so
0: yeah. i mean it's the closest thing that a band can do right now that is considered to be completely safe is pretty much write songs because you you're able, you you able have the uh, capability to do that over the internet as well and trade certain things. It's not going to be the exact same as getting all together in a room and writing this stuff out or mixing the stuff, rehearsing it, practicing it, all this kind of stuff. But you do have that ability. It's just not as, it's just not the same that it was back in January of 2020.
1: Yeah. We just, we adjusted pretty quick when we knew we couldn't do a lot of things like play out or whatever or go out, you know, to shows. So. And that's a smart thing as well. Just
0: to not just to not worry about what, what you guys were going to be doing in 2020, but once everything hit, it's like, okay, this is the situation. Now we can't change it. Instead of worrying about what should have been worry about what is and how you can maximize on that and basically maximize on that event and just figure out what's best for you at that time. Instead of worrying about what could have been.
1: Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's pointless to bitch about it at this point,
0: (laughs) you know? Oh, easily. Cause it's been around for, well, over nine months at this point.
1: Yeah. I mean, we still hate it, you know, but we're not, we're not dwelling on it. We got to keep doing what we do.
0: Yeah. Exactly. And know. Like you said, like before even you jumped on the call, you were mixing one of your songs that you're working on as well. So it makes a lot of sense because again, w- what else can you really do right now if, without live shows? It's like, okay, you, there's so many other things that you can also work on, but when it comes to working on stuff within the band specifically, Writing songs is one of the biggest things you can do, and especially using the emotions that are happening right now that you felt from the beginning of the pandemic till now as well. Just there's a lot of different emotions, a lot of different feelings and a lot of different things that come to your mind that you could potentially be inspired to write songs for and potentially be and um able to just like create certain melodies for, create certain sounds that really encapsulate those feelings as well. Yep. So I'm in, I, not only for you guys, but I'm really curious to hear not only you guys, but also what a lot of these other bands have coming out in 2021 as well, just because everyone's been kind of locked down for nine months. All of a sudden, you're going to get this huge influx of new music coming in with all these different emotions that people are really easily able to relate to because we all went through this pandemic in one way or another.
1: And I was thinking about that uh, not that long ago, but uh, next year, there's going to be so much new music coming out from every level, You know, from local level, regional, national, every band's recording or writing right now you know they're making content they're making media they're just they're doing everything they can do besides play a show and it should all
3: be awesome because you you know the, the the not the saying but how a lot of bands their their first release is usually awesome kind of like movie type of deal and then their sophomore release everyone's like well what happened it's well they had to go in and they had to write a whole album in like three months and do this and do that well no one has
0: anything else going on
3: so you get to kind of go and recreate all the atmosphere and all the thinking and the attention that you got to give to your first stuff
0: dude it's like deja vu for me because my podcast is bill Champlain, we literally talk about the exact same thing with the sophomore slump album and it's because again you had all this homework work on the first one then the second one comes if you especially if you get signed by a major label all of a sudden like they want another one within the next six months so yeah. it's like you're basically trying to con- you're basically trying to take all this time that you worked on it and condense it into like one tenth of the time. Hmm. Yeah. So so I do want to ask you guys this question though, because I think it's very interesting, especially with you working on new music and with the expectation of how much new music is going to come out in 2021, what plans do you have in order to make sure that you guys stand out above the rest? Because there's going to be a lot of noise coming out in 2021 with all these bands that have had time to work on new music.
3: plans, eh?
2: Well, I actually was going to say, um, moving back, we have two songs that we still have to um, release. Um, and one should be coming up shortly, but one that will be happening later is uh, is um, one that I think it's, I can't wait for it to release because I do think it applies to this time. Uh, but the lyrics were written well before any of this happened. Like it, it, it was written before anything COVID. So I'm kind of, if you could be excited about a release within this time, that song, I can't wait for, um, for that reason. I know that doesn't answer your question, but I was going back.
0: Oh no, I kind of (laughs) want, I kind of jump in as all. We can always circle back to that other question because I feel like it'll come up at some point, but using lyrics that you wrote before COVID where it might not necessarily relate to like start initially going with that subject, but end up relating to it. I mean, take a look at a band from like from ashes to new where their song panic was initially about like general anxiety and just just being kind of like feverish over certain things going on. But when they were going to shoot the music video, that's when COVID hit. So just the entire scope of the song with the lyrics, it still made sense with the brand new time, but it's just shifting the music video around to really focus more in on the time that was current. Holy crap, did that just send them into a whole different stratosphere of, of, uh, well, I was going to say relativity, but like relatability and also notoriety at the same time as well. So being able to take that, they take that song you made and pivot it into something that is more current while also still keeping that same exact same lyrics. Holy crap, you definitely have something on your hands right there.
1: Yeah, yeah I'm pretty awesome. excited about releasing that song too. I know what song you're talking about, buddy. See, what yeah, you I know. <laughs> <laughs> Did Paul say something? I don't know what we're talking
2: about. Oh boy. I just woke up out of, uh, from the bushes, you know? <laughs>
0: No, he just he just got out of the uh, he just got off the beach and he found out that his leg was still attached to himself.
2: If you're just chiming into this, you might want to go back to the beginning and listen to what we talked about, or else that is, just sounds really weird. First oh, oh, hey, of all, you wouldn't
3: just be waking up right now because I use good chloroform. Okay. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: is and that chloroform way, with way.
2: a K? <laughs> by the way, I did look it's up the, Walmart up the uh, brand. bad lip reading song. It's it's actually called Bushes of Love. Oh. Yeah. Check it's, out that song. It's,
0: it's perfect good. for then it's perfect for Matt. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I already forgot what he said. Bushes with uh, love. <laughs> I
0: feel. I feel like you're gonna end up like covering that song at one point, just the bad lip read, just because
1: of this. Hey, why not? We could. We could put on the queue in the queue. <laughs> I'm
2: actually waiting for the day that Matt and I start to do the Ramstein thing, and we have a relationship on stage where we're chasing each other and trying to light each other on fire.
1: <laughs> that would be cool. Just stay yeah. away from me and my hair. <laughs> Just
0: make sure that you put some like flame retardant stuff in your hair so that if they accidentally bump into you, that your hair
2: just stays as cool and breezy as it is right now.
1: If they oh, bump into hair. me, they're going to get jump kick.
2: I got a scrum <laughs> sign in um, Tampa like years ago, and I was just blown away by the, the amount of pyro that was on that stage, how they controlled it and everything. It was, it was It was a beautiful thing.
0: I was supposed to go see him in 2020 in like September and they were going to be playing at Soldier Field in Chicago because I'm like, if I get a chance to see Rammstein, I'm definitely going for it. And it's just, they're like, yeah, this is the first to play in Chicago in like, cause it's like 2002 or something because the city banned them from playing because they said, don't use that much pyro. And they said, we're going to use all the fucking pyro we have. <laughs> yeah. oh, they do. They do. And I also want to see two guys chase each other around stage and trying to light each other on fire, you know, for fun. <laughs>
1: Yeah I should go see their show I've never seen their show
2: Yeah at one point the keyboard player goes into a pot A huge pot and he ducks down And the singer has a flamethrower Just lighting the bottom of the pot and fire Matt oh, is like,
3: ideas? Uh, At First when you started talking about that All I thought about was Spinal Tap When they go into the pods Because that's what I thought you meant <laughs> yes. But then you said a pot So now I'm thinking of that one witch movie With three witches and they're burning up little kids Or whatever There, Are I don't remember. Focus? Yeah I don't remember movies good <laughs>
0: shoot I was because I like the other day I was watching um I was watching some like you know horror movies Christmas movies Have you ever seen the movie Silent Night Deadly Night it's a great horror Christmas movie where someone guy dressed up as Santa and just goes and all slasher mode on a couple of people
1: it's
2: pretty interesting
1: yeah. it sounds better than Die Hard already it oh, does not sound better than you're a ridiculous what did
2: you just say did he just say that
1: I, yeah he, he just said it
2: you can't say that
1: this no a whole other conversation that was English I wasn't speaking Chinese <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're speaking wrong.
2: Let me tell you what my uh, my son and I have been watching Die Hard every year for the last five years for Christmas. So we started what uh, four years ago. This year will be the fifth, and each year we watch the new one or the most you know current one. So yeah. this year is number five. We finally got to I think it's Russia that Die Hard is in, but uh, we make sure we watch the first one every year still though because that is a Christmas movie.
1: It is. I need to go back and watch it because I I don't remember it i like the the newer one then i i don't remember the old one
2: oh you like the newer ones
1: yeah that's when i started watching them for real
0: oh it, make, it makes sense. it's kind of like those like good old like uh like the james bond film. it's like whatever bond you first watch is like that's the one that you connect with the most like okay that is my james bond yeah
1: but i will say uh what is it uh what's his name craig daniel craig daniel craig he does a good job
0: I, I do have to agree with you as well because he's kind of got more of that like grittier style to him. So it's like when he like when he actually gets into a fight with people, you can actually believe that this guy would get into a street fight with people. Yeah,
1: like this guy's gonna kick your ass. You're like, all right, <laughs> this guy's big.
0: I'm just kind of hoping like if he was gonna give it up, it's like, can we just get like Jason Statham to play James Bond because you, got the, you get the get the full on English persona and the fact that this guy lit- can actually kick people's asses. Yeah, in that, in that way, it's it's like a no brainer at this point.
1: I, I never know. thought about that. That's that's good. Wait, did I, I see
3: all
0: the I see all the names floating around for the
3: James Bond thing, and I'm going to say his name wrong. I know I'm going to, but everyone keeps throwing out the uh, Idris Elba, whatever. His oh, name yeah. Is. yeah, Idris Elba. Uh,
1: yeah, yeah, there you go.
3: I think he'd be a badass Bond. I think he would all be like, too. I, he I think he'd do a good job as
2: well. Like,
3: he's all like, "I'm going to punch your head off," but I'm still fucking fancy or something like that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it, but I mean,
2: kinda... the, the new the newer movie gets it should be better fighting and things like that. Uh, if I don't know if he has watched Mandalorian or not, but um, um, I won't ruin
1: anything. This is the way.
2: I'm not going to ruin anything. <laughs> but I will say they just—they just had a, re, a new character. Well, not a new character. They have an old character. Way who, to ruin
1: it. No, I'm, yep. not, I'm not saying it, not, it. I'm
2: not saying it. But I'm not going to say who it is. But he—he he kicked ass in it. Luke Skywalker. Now, back in the day, he didn't kick any ass. Really, I mean, he was
1: cool. Luke Skywalker.
3: No. Now, 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 Kevin's gonna have to do like a spoiler alert in the beginning of this or whatever have you. Like, don't watch this because Paul's gonna ruin your freaking childhood dreams no, or whatever. Not
1: just
2: me; I think we all have dropped something in this conversation. So
3: I didn't drop nothing. I'm talking about cool stuff. Well, I
2: mean, <laughs> you did chloroform me, but you know that.
1: <laughs> was that the was that the second date or the first date? Come on, come on!
0: You know it's flowers for the first date, chloroform <laughs> for the second. Come on, oh, there's, there's yeah. a pattern here.
2: You tell them that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> say,
2: I'll, I'll they, don't
3: it. To, they don't need to know that I work out with a cardboard cutout of you underneath, so when I do a push-up I
2: get a
0: kiss every time. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'll just say again, if you're just joining us right now, go back and watch everything.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you're just joining us right now, go back and watch the beginning of this. So you get the whole chloroform story
1: and why this <laughs> is rather funny. <laughs> I wish Rachel was around to hear all this.
3: Oh, she she's in the other room. I'm sure she heard everything. She goes, "Why <laughs> the?" It's
1: like it's like, and this is going to be on a podcast. Oh dear God!
3: You know, you know, you've done well if you leave the store and your wife goes, "I'm just a cover up, aren't I?" <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, that that means that means you are a very smart shopper, sir. <laughs> <laughs> But like going, just jump back into that where we were talking about like with the because you you're talking about the Mandalorian, just like the fight scenes getting better as well. I really don't know. I, mean, I haven't watched any of the any of the Mandalorian except for the one scene that I think like they had Bill Burr in, just because I think by, by Bill Burr hilarious, and then whatever. Bill Burr is
1: the, the best comedian ever.
0: Yeah. And then, whatever they did with like the little baby Yoda, when he's like in the uh, I've seen all like all the different like YouTube spoofs of it were, that him and uh, whoever the Mandalorian is like they're in the ship, and all of a sudden he just keeps hitting the button and it's like keep hitting it off. And it's always like some radio thing that people put on themselves. I've seen more people like put it to like uh, Bring Me the Horizons Shadow Moses, and that's always been my favorite because all of a sudden it just <laughs> flips it on. And it just like starts out with can you tell from the look in our eyes? <laughs> and it just keeps going. It gets to a part where all of a sudden, like the like just that intro instrumental just when it goes hard it hits right then and there and all of a sudden just like no 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 <laughs> like oh man baby yoda, baby yoda kicks ass <laughs> are
1: you are you a star wars fan
0: at all um i'm not that big of a star wars fan i'll put it this way because i've had this conversation before i have seen the original trilogy episodes four five and six a good number of times i saw episode the prequel trilogy because that's what i was a kid when those came out episode one of um me and my brother liked it do The fact that Darth Maul was badass. Yeah. Episode two, I they just killed, him. killed him.
3: They killed him way too fast. Oh yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. Episode two I couldn't stand. Episode three, I thought it was kind of boring, except the fight scenes were fantastic. And the uh duel between Anakin and Obi-Wan at the end was yeah, really that was well One of done. the best. Um Saw episode seven when it came out and it was like they pretty much just tried to like set up a whole new story by retelling episode four.
1: Yeah. Huh. Yep, for sure.
0: And then I was pretty much out after that.
3: Yeah, I think I, I think Mandalorian is probably some of the best Star Wars shit to come out in like two decades. Yeah,
1: it's yes. the be- it's, it's better than and it's better than all every trilogy except for four, five, and six.
3: And I, and I did I did enjoy Rogue One. And and honestly, I, I'll probably get flack for this. Whatever, I enjoyed uh, the Solo movie as well. I know they had their Disney did their whole little we're gonna put crap in this or hidden
2: messages or whatever, but it was still a fun movie. I like that. I don't that. think it was bad. But you yes. said you said they killed uh Darth Moloff way too soon. I do think that he comes back in like the Clone War show.
3: That doesn't count because
2: it's still part of the story though. They, they, you know,
3: it still- is.
0: It's still part of the story, but it's just when you really think about like the whole entire Star Wars lore, every like you really focus in on the movies themselves. Definitely. And with, without, and like Darth Maul in one, just with how cool the double-edged lightsabers, because I just remember seeing that for the first time. Also, it's like, okay, you see all these different lightsabers, you know, it's just one-sided. Also, you see him go out, like, put it out just straight out like this. I'm like, why is he doing that? One second, like, okay, that's not going to do you any good. And all of a sudden, it comes up the other side. I, I remember my brother freaking out to the point where when he was like four years old or five, no, this, he would have been five or six at this point. Like, he ended up getting one of those, like, toy double-edged lightsabers for Christmas. was so happy about it. And then a couple of years later, he was trying to find it and my mom threw it away. It, what? Was what? it was his favorite toy of all time. And my mom threw it away and he would never forgive her for it until one Christmas. It was like two or three years ago. All of a sudden, he sees this like super duper long thing just sitting in the corner. He's like, "Dude, he's like, who the hell is that for?" I pick it up and I just like got down on one knee and presented to him like, <laughs> "Here you are, sir." Opens it up and it was like one of the legit double edge ones, like that actually like lights up and you can like like the full on like kind of like glass kind of style of stuff where you actually hit it against something and you actually get the Make
1: a noise. Yeah. Cool. yeah. Oh, nice. I'm story. like,
0: I'm like, no, that better be your favorite fucking toy, dude. <laughs> <laughs> And if it wasn't, I mean, I could have just called Paul and been like, um, so how do you treat this when something like this happens? You just say, well, my buddy Matt, uh, he likes chloroform. So just go with that.
3: If he didn't like it, then you just chloroform him and then you take stuff
2: of his that you like and be like, well, now this is mine. Well, oh, yeah, like, the, it, like the mixer you took from him? Yeah. <laughs> like when I when I joined the band and I brought some stuff in, like, you know, it stays. I'm like, no, wait, wait,
1: wait, hold on. I that's about the that. rule. Okay that's the rule that's the rule if you leave your stuff doesn't <laughs> ask ask tom
0: <laughs> oh, oh god this sounds like there's a story here with stuff being left in the studio
1: no that's just an ongoing joke we've had with yeah. um previous well in the beginning we're like all right if anybody leaves this band your your stuff stays it's your fault you can't you can't be. so that's a way of keeping someone in the band you know obviously oh. but it's a joke too but our our old singer which is still a good friend of ours uh he even is paul's friend too like er, we're all friends but <laughs> tom yeah. left a lot of his stuff at the warehouse when he left so matt uses half of it and then I eventually gave it back to Tom, but it's sitting in his closet. So literally we could still be using it. Like, it doesn't even matter. Like it's just whatever.
2: We, we sang on one of his mics last night.
1: Yeah. So I have Tom's uh, vocal mic in the, in the vocal booth.
0: <laughs> well, two th- I'll, I'll say two things on that. One is it's always good to hear like when, if certain members like depart bands that the current members are still friends with them. So you still have that family vibe going on, but also still, it's hilarious. That you guys are still using this stuff.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
2: I mean, on that note, there was no, when I joined the band. There was never ever any like weird vibes at all, like coming into the band and talk to oh, Tom. Actually, Tom did this tattoo for me uh, when I uh, after I joined the band. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, I think so.
1: Yeah, so Tom's our tattoo artist. Also. Oh, okay. Um, but uh, above that, like we've we've known Paul for a very long time before he joined the band. You know, through the scene and when tom had to leave the band he actually even he's like you know you should talk to paul <laughs> so here we are
0: <laughs> It's kind of i'll say it's kind of like with that you kind of got like that like jesse lee Howard jones thing going on
1: yeah and that's how i see yeah, that's yeah, how yeah. i actually see it because we're all friends you know and we still talk to tom all of us still talk to tom you know more a little more than others you know whatever but uh i foresee like later down the road even just writing a song like the signal fire so they could both be on one song together
3: trying to deal with both of them oh yeah,
2: I, have, um, I have this cool picture you guys were well we were i wasn't in the band at the time so you guys were playing at house of blues and, and I, have, I have this cool picture i think it was towards the holidays um and the, it's a picture of the full audience and you guys on stage and i i'm actually in the audience which i think is a a, a very cool picture um oh there's someone in the background. <laughs> oh, wait, <fine>. hello. <laughs> um yeah, I thought that was a cool picture though. Foreshadowing. It's a cool picture. I'm, I'm trying to figure out
3: what the heck is that
2: Oh, lol.
1: <laughs> I'm just trying to figure out what the heck is that in your hand. Yeah, what is that in your hand? Is that a is wand? That in your hand? Oh yeah. it's a paint. It's a, it's a paintbrush. Yeah. For some reason I thought
0: it was like an electronic kettle prod. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Okay, is that what you do over there?
0: <laughs> I, I mean, I mean, I mean, when you're trying to tip cows, I mean, you got to do it some way. You got to give them a little extra boost. So I just go, and then they just wake up. And you just go, boom, and yay.
3: Or like, yet another yet another use for chloroform. Boom,
0: mold. <laughs> I'll say so. Don't like having people just randomly show up in the podcast just like that. That is nothing of a surprise <laughs> to me. There's been plenty of times where all of a sudden, but it's usually not people. It's usually dogs and cats.
1: I like the fact that she was wearing a Soul Switch shirt.
0: <laughs> it wasn't planned at all. Wink, wink. Nudge, nudge. It actually wasn't, but
1: sure. her her room is right there. So
0: <laughs> oh, perfect. You've got yourself a little branding right there. So for everyone who just saw that, if you want to get a, that exact same shirt or a different kind of Soul Switch shirt, we'll have the merch link in the description of the podcast for you.
1: Done. Yes, dun, dun. The address is Matt's house.
0: <laughs> oh, then just show up at Matt's house and just be like, "Hey, can I get a Soul Switch shirt?" Yeah. If 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 you if you find if you're some rustling in the bushes, then um. Sneak attack. Uh oh.
1: <laughs> Sneak attack by Paul. <laughs> no, dear.
0: oh dear god but jumping back into the music as well i want to jump back to that one question i had before we went on this whole entire fantastic tangent that we always do but again the the question was because you guys are working on new music to come out in 2021 of course you're working on this stuff right now with the plethora of new music that we we're expecting in 2021 due to every single artist being locked down due to the covid, COVID pandemic how are you guys planning to make sure that you stand out more than any other artist when it comes to releasing music?
3: I think a lot of it's going to come down to packaging. Uh, not so much, obviously, the little CD packages or anything like that, but now campaign. everyone's called... Yeah, exactly. It's You're going to have a lot of time to actually get a whole campaign together for a song you're releasing or an album you're releasing or anything like that. So you can have the cool music video that comes with it. You can have the promotions. You can have the song. You can have all of that together and you can try and make an impact. And I kind of believe that if what you're writing and what you're doing not so much is relevant but connects with people and that might have to do with relevancy in this situation. But uh if it if it connects with people it'll it'll do well.
1: And the song has to be good. No,
3: well, that too, but I don't suck, so
1: <laughs> why were you looking at Paul when you said that? <laughs> How you I wasn't. It? <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding! Just kidding, Paul. You're the best. you're the
2: best around. around. No one's gonna ever keep <laughs> you down. You're the best around. I and do think I, this kind of is part of that question, but I I think what's happening now during this time is going to, I mean, hopefully impact when everything opens opens back up as well. Um, you know, for instance. For us, Jimmy is uh, working on um, a lot of recording, learning how to to work logic and things like that. And that can help benefit us later, obviously. But even sitting here and doing this um, podcast right now, um, that we might have never slowed, slowed down enough to do something like this and um, have people who actually, who listen to your podcast who would have never known who we are and now they're able to listen to it and go, oh, I'm gonna check these guys out. So. I think a lot of what's happening during this time with social media and um, bands um, doing things like this is gonna help impact that reopening as well, hopefully.
0: I mean, I definitely hope it does too, because first off means that I'm doing a good job, so yeah. But second okay. off, it means it means that the people are connecting with music and connecting with rock and metal in a much deeper way than they had before because especially with going through this pandemic, it's, there's a lot of people, especially been locked down for a long time, just kind of been isolating themselves away from a lot of their, like, kind of like their friends, just not seeing as many people. And when it comes to feeling like that isol- feel of isolation, feel of being lonely and feel of just kind of wanting to get out, but you really can't, music is always there for those people in terms of, Recreating certain emotions, so you listen to certain songs to feel happy again. You listen to certain songs when you're feeling sad because you want to just understand those feelings. Feeling depressed, like there's so many songs that help people relate to that stuff and remind them of certain things as well. So people, I feel like, are getting more in tune with music during this time than ever before. However, what, also, what that also comes into the fact is there is so much music being made right now that when that time comes, because once tours start back up again, bands will be able to promote their albums on these tours as well. So there'll that's why I think there's going to be a huge swath of new music that comes out like, well, let's say like some, like early to mid summer of 2021, especially if this vaccine proves to be effective and a lot of live music starts happening again, especially those music festivals.
2: Yeah. I, I think I, I don't know, while you're talking about that, there's a small thought in my head that I think like local music scenes might get up much faster than some of those touring cuz the the entertainment industry has been hit huge um all over the place and so um i don't know i was just thinking it, it'd be interesting cuz i think a lot of the local scenes will be picking up faster than some of those bigger tours I, obviously they'll happen but i don't think there's going to be like this explosion out of the gate that's going to happen that but. is an
0: interesting thought as well because especially with those more local scenes you're definitely playing in a lot smaller venues so you're really allowing yourself to have that ability to grow in a, in a way yeah. yeah
1: i mean they're trying to do that technically now in florida there's still quite a few bands we know that have started playing out already for the last couple of months but some things for us it's not it's not the right time yet so we, we i just i think the way
3: yeah i i think on the local levels and just speaking from our area here in, in, in central Florida and everything like that in Florida in general, I think a lot of the local scenes that are spread out throughout here, they're they're all very much into it and they're all very hungry to go see it. So I, I unfortunately agree with Paul, but I, I do see the local scene bouncing back.
0: Did hear that? I no? heard it. <laughs> All right, now I got to ask you guys this question as well to get your take on this. So one thing that I've been seeing a lot of is, especially with you know not much help going to these independent music venues, a good amount of them shutting down due to just financial restrictions because there's no money coming in right now. So with with a lot of these local scenes, there's not going to be as many places to play. So do you foresee a lot of competition going into these local music videos and these local music scenes that you wouldn't see in the past? And if so, how do you plan to make sure that you are on top of that competition instead of on the bottom?
1: Uh, I don't think that we'd have to fight too hard. What do you guys think? I mean,
2: for me, it's hard to answer that question only because – and I, I love our scene because I, I've never really felt like we're competing in any way. And I know I think you mean that in a, a different way, but I've always I always like the scene because we have so many bands that we're friends with. And at no point do I feel like we've ever competed or have to compete. It's like when we show up to do a show, it's like we're going to get on stage and do our thing and then support the other bands. Because at the end of the day, like when we do shows, I, I don't think we like there's been so many shows where there's just a completely different band on stage than what we do you know, so I don't ever sit there and
3: go. And, and, and and I kinda, I kinda hope to see, but I, I, I believe that when things do open up full force, you're going to see a lot of uh, combined forces, to be honest with you, like you're going to have the Mavericks and you're going to have the MBKs and stuff that are going to try and put on their own. And this will be on local and bigger levels. And, they'll put on their huge here's 10, 15 bands, a two day festival sort of deal going across two different venues or whatever have you. And, and you're going to see a lot of stuff that is, that you didn't see before that's going to be new and interesting, but it's also going to be everyone kind of working together and and you're going to see really cool things happening in the music scene is, is my guess.
0: Okay. I think I probably should maybe rephrase that question instead of competing in terms of like trying to be better than other bands. It's basically there's a lot, there's going to be less stage time and less time yeah. slots to make sure that you get that, you know, make sure that you guys are getting the the stage time and the playing the shows that you want to play. Just again, with all the diff, it's, it's basically low, like low supply of stages with high demand of bands wanting to play those. That was probably a better way to describe it, but but that's,
1: that's how I, that's how I took your question. Yeah, no, that's, I took
2: it that way too. That, that's why I prefaced it with, Hey, yeah. I know this is not what you meant, but, um, I, that's a tough, that, that's a tough question to answer. Um,
1: well, I think there's no I think there's there's enough to go around at least in our central Florida there's so many there's a lot of bands obviously but there's a lot of, a lot of off, uh, venues here. so you'll always get in the rotation it's easy to be in the, in this rotation as yeah, long as so like you already if you're in the rotation already it, it's hard to drop out of the rotation you know unless you and, stop and, <laughs> and one
2: hope might be that since we aren't playing hopefully people can't wait to see us do a show and that would help uh, get that first show rocking so i
0: think i think you do have a good point there as well because especially where you guys are located in central florida you do have things open up right now to the point where these venues are able to make music and sustain so that when you are able to go back to playing a lot more live shows do you still have those that lo- that large supply of stages to go off of however there's going to be certain areas of the country or certain areas of the world even that aren't going to have that I'm going mean, to use the U S specifically just due to the fact that these independent venues have gotten like no help whatsoever. Yeah. So in places like, you know, the Midwest and the Northeast, there's a lot, there's a lot of like more independent venues, smaller independent venues that are being shut down because of this fact. So that's where the, that's where my question of like low supply, but high demand of bands wanting to play on these stages happen. But I really liked what Matt said when it comes to a lot of bands, potentially combining forces to make sure that, not only that, but that not only do you get to see more bands, and it creates a little bit more of a larger thing. But then you also have kind of a, like a power and numbers sort of thing. Because yep. if if I, if I'm trying to book a if if I'm a if I'm a venue and I'm trying to book a show, all of a sudden I could have like on a like on a Friday and a Saturday I could have okay I could have like this these two groups play on Friday and these two groups play on Saturday, but all of a sudden all these all the Maver- all the mvk bands come over and it's like okay we can have five play on friday we can have six play on saturday we can do make a whole weekend out of it sort of thing and make their own like little mini music festival just based off of that you're gonna that's gonna be something that i'm gonna want to pick because not only am i gonna get more bands but also gonna get more people gonna get more promotion out of it it just makes a lot of sense from a uh a pr- like a promoter or a venue's perspective yeah I
3: agree. And also, and, and also, I'll be interested to see kind of a spinoff of that is when things do come full force, I'll be uh, curious to see what new bands actually emerge out of all of that as well. Not to make myself sound old, but it's it's been interesting to see and play with bands and they don't exist anymore just to simplify that. So it'll be interesting to see what bands survived everything as well or what new formations you have or new
0: iterations you have as well. That's also a good point, too, because there's going to be there could be a lot of bands where all of a sudden like something could be completely different on them. And you just have no idea up until when you when they come and take the stage for the first time since the pandemic started.
1: Yep. Yeah. I mean, a a couple of the uh, big local bands that we used to play with, they're they're not together anymore during this COVID time. Like they're done. So there's like Matt said there's room for new bands to come in not that there wasn't room before but now there's going to be new bands we've lost some bands that were seasoned and that you know were good so we'll see what happens when it's safe and everybody comes out to play it's going to be like the landscape's going to look a little different but i think in the long run there's going to be a lot of people like fans music lovers coming out instead of you know cuz you know we we all know those people that They've taken it for granted to go see shows. They're like, "Oh, I'll, I'll get another. I'll catch another show, or I'll catch them when they come back on tour." Now you're not going to do that because you, now you know what it feels like. You you haven't seen a one band play for nine months. You know, oh. like. <laughs>
0: Oh, yeah. And speaking from that perspective of the fan as well, because I mean, I had I had I had tickets for shows like 10 or 11 shows just for this year that all got postponed, rescheduled, canceled, got my money back for them. And it's and it sucks. And it like last year, I went to about 30 or probably about 40 concerts, actually. And I'm really happy that I went to as many as I did. Even the ones that I really wasn't that big into going, I'm like, oh, I'm just not feeling it today. There's a couple of times I just didn't feel like going, but I just ended up going anyway. And there's one time I went and I'm just like, "Ah, I'm not really feeling it. End up going and it was one of my favorite concerts of the whole entire year. And it's just, it's basically how I became a huge Ice Nine Kills fan. It was just off of that one show. So it's like, so it's like, I just, I, from 2019, I learned don't take any of these shows for granted. And now I'm like really thinking about like, I'm glad I didn't take any of those shows for granted in 2019. But when 2021 comes around and these live shows come back, oh, my God, is this going to be something that I'm not going to want to forget? If a band comes through town and I'm having a chance to see them, I'm going to the show.
1: Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, I I feel like that's going to be a lot of people's outlook on it. You know, like, uh, for instance, I was going to go see the Light the Torch and Killswitch Engage Tour. They, They were supposed to play on Wednesday and they canceled it like four days before, that's when COVID hit. It was in March. Yeah, they're like oh. everything shut down. So I didn't get the. I had you know, I had backstage pass. I had everything. I was like, okay, I guess I'm not oh, going to that.
0: Because <laughs> because I I knew for that tour just like from the first half because they still were able to do the whole entire first half of that tour. It was like you, It was like light the torch would go on first, and then August Burn Red would come on second, and then Killswitch would uh, headline the show. And it was like the last two songs that Killswitch would do was like the la- second last yep. song. It would be the end of Heartache, and Howard would Howard. Kind of perform it. And then they close <laughs> with the Signal Fire because then you had both Howard and Jesse on stage.
1: Yeah, I was looking. I was looking forward to that hardcore. Oh, I
0: th- i'm trying to think the ones that i got the one i got asked was uh, i was supposed to go see bad omens at a really small venue here in milwaukee and i was super excited for it and it's supposed to be on the 15th of march and it got canceled like the day beforehand and i'm like yeah oh man but then i kept worrying about what does that mean for my shows i'm supposed to see in april and may <sighs> i still have the tickets for those still have the stubs but they're not happening anymore
1: Are you kind you of get a refund
0: um, I gotta, no, I got a refund for him, but it's just like, I still having the stuff. It's like, cause I know that the, um, I know the show, like that show is not happening whatsoever. Yeah. That sucks. It's just like, I look at him like, oh man, I wanted to go see As I Lay Dying so damn bad.
1: Yeah. This, this year has been, uh. It's a test. This year is a test. That's what it is.
0: <laughs> yeah, 2020 was definitely a challenge year, but it showed. It showed us all, especially about like for the fans and with the musicians as well, how much we appreciate the music and how much we it means to us. And when it comes to live shows, how much it, how good it makes us feel to as the fans being at those live shows, connecting with the artists, and just have, just letting all inhibitions go to the wind, having a great time in the pit, connecting with other fans that love the band for different reasons than we do, but the emotion is the exact same, and the band's on stage playing, because that's what you guys love to do. You love being up on stage, you love showing us your art, you love performing your art for us, and we love you guys for that. So it's that whole entire community vibe, that whole entire family vibe, just the... Absolute happy energy that's in that crowd and in during that live show. Man, we we all miss that.
1: Yeah, I miss that. I miss leaving my house.
0: <laughs> <laughs> miss leaving your house and instead of and not just going to places like you know the grocery store or yeah, like Ace Hardware because you need a couple of like uh you need, you need to do a little home improvement project.
1: Hey, now, I'm, a, I'm either at Publix or I'm at Home Depot. That's all that's all I go to.
3: <laughs> Ace Hardware sells Benchmade. Three of them. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) This
0: is usually the only place I go. Like typically the only place I go during this whole entire time have been because the gym's been open. I've been going there and to my parents' house. That's pretty much like the two places I stick to.
3: Don't even need to go to the gym if you got a Paul Cardboard cutout for pushups.
0: I do not have a Paul Cardboard cutout, unfortunately. (laughs) It will be available
2: at our merch table when, when we do shows again. So. I
0: definitely want to see that happen because if I – because when live shows return and I get a chance to see you guys live, if a Paul cardboard cutout is not there, I'm going to be very disappointed. This has to happen now. Yep.
2: If
1: Can we do a Paul mannequin instead? I feel like that's easier to do.
2: No, there's nothing but, nothing like the flat cardboard. <laughs> if If that
0: happens, I do – I I have limited space up on these walls, but I will find space. I can move stuff around, and I will make sure that it is on the wall. I'm holding you to that, okay? Uh, Because i I got like a walkway over here, but then like just on the wall adjacent to me right over here, parallel to me right now. Right in this certain spot, I've got two posts. I've got a 30 seconds to Mars Cat's poster and a rise against one. I can move those to the side, and it's the perfect place for your cutout. There it is.
2: Oh,
1: there's a dog. Is that a dog or a cat? Where? Behind you.
2: Oh, that's my cat, which is a big cat. So, oh. yeah, it looks like it
1: Look, dog. looks pretty tasty.
2: Yeah. Oh, that is a big cat. Yikes.
1: <laughs> Everyone Better.
3: just glances over the racism. <laughs> <laughs> what? What, what racism? Think, No one even caught
1: it. Jimmy's trying to eat your damn cat. He's <laughs> <laughs> it? You get it, guys? <laughs> Matt I've used been- to have a cat.
3: Oh you god!
0: Listen, I didn't even—I didn't even catch that. I didn't even think about it all of a sudden, like, oh, man, I'm just thinking, wait, what? Oh my! God.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh dear lord! But
0: okay, then back to, <laughs> but back to like when it comes to like 2021. So I know you guys are working on new music right now. You said you got two songs. I—I I know you guys are working on so you probably don't want to talk too much about them. But is they're like an expected? um time frame that you guys are playing on them coming out i know that i'll put it this way We've the then going out with COVID, with making sure that everything is right you basically have the time to make sure that you release these when you want to release these so it could happen anytime whenever you guys feel like is ready but is there a certain plan right now to like okay not a specific date but like a specific time frame that you plan on releasing some of these songs
1: well we have uh two singles still that are ready to be released so those will come out one is gonna come out very soon. And then uh the next one after that will probably come out sometime in a roundabout area, maybe February, January, February. I know it's January 2nd right now, but I'm just saying later
0: in January. I think I think this episode I'm thinking haven't come out on January fifth, but yeah, whatever.
1: <laughs> and then the, for the new ones we're working on, we have actually uh quite a few new ones. Uh it's more than two actually. So we'll see just see how the time frame works out. And then we also have the taking consideration when we go record it with our producer if he's going to take on clients uh in person you know what i mean like right oh, now yeah. like he'll do, he's been doing mixing a lot right now because obviously you could just send him stuff to mix and he doesn't have to see you but when we go record with him we have to be there so we'll have to see the state of the you know see how everything is maybe in march ish march april I and mean, go from there and the reason
0: the reason I ask the question is to give people or give the fans a little bit of a taste of like okay a little bit of uh okay when might things come up because there's stuff being in the works but i don't want a specific date because i know you guys don't have that specific date yet not trying to push you for any which way just to kind of give the fans a little bit of a, a little bit of a uh preemptive hype a little bit
1: yeah i would
3: i would say we definitely have a spring release
1: you're talking about for the ones we're working on now right yeah yeah springish well, Jerry so, springish
0: yeah, Jerry springish, well i <laughs> I mean, just considering your sound as well and listening to music, especially with having more of this high energy vibe to your rock music, it definitely would make sense to come out with something a little bit more in spring, especially if potentially with concerting, but spring's coming around, then you get to summer, summer you're always gonna have that more energy that that like you know higher kind of party vibe in a way so more energetic songs really do work out well around that time
3: I hate summer it's so hot that's where Florida sucks I don't know who is in
0: charge of that shit but having festivals in the summer in Florida is dumb come up come up to Wisconsin man and we have festivals in July like June July August you know it it'll be like you know sometimes you get days like you know 70 75 degrees sometimes it'll get 80 degrees um if it's humid it kind of sucks but you know I mean you guys are from Florida. You guys are used to yeah. hot and humid all the time. So yeah. hot and humid yep. up here is nothing like
2: hot and humid down there. This is why yeah. I love this is why I love Matt's thought process though. Because if you heard him clearly, he's blaming someone for for Florida. I mean he could just move. But that's that's not gonna happen, is it Matt? You're just why do move.
3: I have to
0: move? I didn't make Florida suck.
2: <laughs> <laughs> See, that's why I
0: said I love your train I love the thought. That's good. Well, Paul, who would chloroform you then if he moved out of Florida?
2: He would take me with him, and my family <laughs> would look
0: for me. <laughs> I'd leave I'd leave
3: them a note, but I'd use like you know newspaper clippings, so they didn't know who it really was.
2: I they, Matt, would they really look for you though, Paul? Would they
1: really look for you?
2: Yes, they would. Yeah. Okay, that's harsh. <laughs> 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 no, but really, I think Matt would do it in the fashion of Will Ferrell from old school. You know. Oh. Stocking really? around his face, and he'd yell at the old lady and grab oh, groceries. Okay, man. Yep. Oh
0: yeah or, 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 or uh yell just like screaming like screaming the lady's face and like take the kid off said Tori, we'll have him back by five
2: yes that's <laughs> it and that's matt to a T. I
0: I'll say I feel like if that were to happen though like your family would just be getting sent pictures of matt like just next to you with a thumbs up and you'd be like all these like different like historical landmarks all these like attractions with uh-huh. you just like knocked out the chloroform sitting on <laughs> Like, okay, you know, we're at the uh, Lincoln Memorial and all of a sudden you're just like sitting at Lincoln's feet just like, uh.
3: so. So basically, I'm going to chloroform you and we're going to weekend at Bernie's. It is what that's I, just what I
1: was th- That's what I was thinking. We
2: just watched that.
1: I think a song yes. needs to be
2: written about this now.
1: <laughs> the, when Paul and
0: Matt did Weekend at Bernie's featuring Jimmy.
2: We will let Matt <laughs> name the song. What, if we weekend
0: at Bernie's? What? There were two guys that were controlling Bernie's, so we, we need one because if Paul's
2: going to be Bernie, we've got Matt. We need another guy to help him. That's you, Jimmy.
1: Huh? Okay, I'll do it.
2: I literally just watched that movie like two weekends ago, and I haven't seen it since I was little, and it was like watching a whole brand new movie. Like, I didn't understand half that when I was younger, you know? Like all the party scenes and stuff, that went over my head, but it was good to watch.
0: I'll say if you ever want to watch a movie like that, watch the movie Rat Race. It's, it's oh, this, wow. it is such a weird, wacky movie. But it it um I remember watching it when I was like six years old, and it's just like there are certain things that I would laugh at that I would laugh at back then. But I watch them now and I laugh at the exact same things, but for completely different reasons. You just made <laughs> me feel old. I think.
2: What year did Rat Race come out? Two thousand one. And you were six. I was six. Okay.
0: Does it doesn't make you feel too old, dude?
2: No, yeah, it's all good. It's all good. I'm not the oldest in the band, so
1: is that? Yeah, he's not here right now. That's Billy. <laughs> well,
2: how how old
0: is Billy? Because now you guys make me feel young again. I'm like, yay!
1: Billy's 88. <laughs> how old is Billy? 40, um, 46? I think 46. Yeah, 45, 46.
2: I don't want to be wrong though.
0: So, when you guys get back up on stage, if it's his birthday one day when you're doing a show, you're gonna have to like bring out like an old recliner or or, like a walker or a wheelchair and be like, We got you this. I mean, you're gonna need it at some point (laughs) soon.
1: Shit, I'm gonna gonna need that shit soon. For for an old man, his fingers sure do move fast.
0: (laughs) Well, think about it like uh, Mick Mars from Motley Crue. It's like that dude can't move, but you put a guitar in front of him and you just let him sit there. Yeah, he'll just play like crazy. Yeah, you guys are gonna have like two Mick Mars (laughs) situations going on right there.
1: Well, Matt's not old. He's just broken. Yeah. <laughs> kind of like Big Mars in a way. Yeah. It, this is Matt Mars. Oh, the
3: that cars? sounds like a
0: candy bar I'd eat. It does. Kind of. It has to be like some, like, nougaty kind of chocolate-covered candy bar, too. Oh, yeah. no. It, it's yes,
3: be- Matt. Say yes. Pina colada flavored. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, God. Get this guy an almond joy, then. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, hey, when, when Halloween come ar- was coming around, all of a sudden kids were going trick-or-treating, everyone, like, looking in their bags and be like, ew, Almond Joy, man. Just be like, gimme, 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 gimme. Hell
3: yeah, no. hey, shit, I, an Joy. I can't
0: Almond I can't get to a man. The coconut thing is just too weird. Yeah. I know. No coconut. We should have made an Almond Joy out of white chocolate.
3: That would have been cool.
1: They had yeah, that for yeah. a limited time.
3: Did they? I didn't. I don't no, know. No, they didn't.
1: I just yeah. made that up.
2: I was about to say, because now it's going to happen. That's just how, the, the way it works, Matt. And and,
3: and then and
1: if, they're going to have to give me money.
2: Yeah, I was like, if it does
0: happen, we have video proof of it that we came up with the idea.
1: We have a timestamp yeah. and everything. Oh,
0: yeah. Like I, mean, the time, I, I got the timestamp on the original video and the podcast releases. Like, the timestamp will be all over the place on that. So they can't, they can't go against it. I mean,
3: we've been talking. So Almond Joy owes me money. I'm pretty sure PlayStation owes me money now. Bungie and Destiny owe me money. And In Florida and who? Florida. Yep, Florida owes me money. No, seriously though, Florida owes me money because they need to knock this damn construction off because it keeps chipping the front of my vehicle.
1: Oh, uh, another rock hit my window on the way home. Your brand new one. Yep. <laughs>
3: Ooh.
0: Well, um, yeah. So state of Florida, get on that because um, get <laughs> some, some money, man. Yeah, you don't For mess sure. with Matt's vehicles. That's one thing. No, because all of a sudden, Matt's going to get enough chloroform to do God knows what <laughs> to make sure he gets that's his that's money. I
2: started this whole thing. I put my hand on his, his old Mustang. Oh. oh. Oh,
0: yeah. I don't like well, Paul touching normal stuff, let alone good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> it's like every time Paul touches stuff, it, it devalues it.
2: <laughs> exactly. But yet, he kisses my cardboard. Cut out. <laughs>
0: It's a it's a very complicated relationship between Matt and Paul. <laughs> the
2: cardboard
3: cutout's name is Tom.
1: Oh, <laughs> oh damn! Oh my! <laughs> if you're just tuning in, Tom be- is the old singer of Soul Switch. <laughs> Holy shit! Yeah, you made me cry. It was good.
2: Paul, like a... don't,
1: pa, don't forget, I made a vocal booth for you in my house. So. That's
2: true. That's true.
1: Just remember who your real friend is. Well,
0: I, I, I mean, I don't I don't know. The fact that, that Matt has a cardboard cutout of you, but probably has a piece of tape over the forehead that says, This is Tom. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, man.
0: Oh, dear God.
2: And now we have to add Tom's sticker to the top of the uh, cardboard cutout. <laughs>
3: oh, and now Tom owes me
0: money.
2: Yep, nope, there you go. <laughs> Alrighty, uh, Tom, um, you're gonna owe Matt.
0: Let's see, how how much would he would he charge for that though?
3: I don't know. I'd
0: say see, a thousand dollars. Sam, there's a name plug for him. I feel like it's more in the nature of one million dollars. <laughs> Deal. You're screwed now, Tom. You're screwed now. I went all Doctor Evil on you, Tom. We're
2: not so different, you and Tom.
0: Remember when I said remember when I said you're not so different, you and I? We're not so different. Oh yeah. There you go.
3: That was even better because mine only mine mine's only showing who's actually talking. So when Paul said that, there was no Paul on the screen. It was just off in the distance. It was nice.
0: Also, when I shoot this, I always have to have, like, the gallery view so I can see everybody. So that when the video comes out and I just – am able to, like, when the video comes off of Zoom and I'm able to start editing it, like, I have everybody here. So I'm not, like, all of a sudden – because I've, I've worked with it one time where all of a sudden, like, for the first, like, five minutes, it was, like, the way that you're seeing it right now, Matt, where it's, like, whoever's talking just shows up. And it's just weird because all of a sudden, like, you start talking and just, like, they still show the other person just sitting there saying absolutely nothing. It's just – it's a little odd on a video, but it's still kind of funny. Yeah, it's weird. I got these three dots on the bottom. I'm pretty sure if I swiped them, I could change the view, but I'm also not 100 percent on that, and I might kick myself out. So I just didn't touch it. Or you might create a virtual background for yourself, like you're on a beach with a piña colada.
3: Oh, that'd be sweet. Wait, oh, yeah, yeah. I thought
1: that was in House Party.
3: No, no, oh, no,
1: that's that's in here, isn't it? In- yeah, you could do that in here.
3: How's the internet work?
0: Um, it's it's a series of computers that does stuff.
2: House Party's rough though, because like anyone can just chime in if you forget to lock it. Oh, there we go. Look at Jimmy.
0: You, yeah, Jimmy figured it out. I feel like if I tried it, i think bad things would happen.
1: Hello, planet Earth. Hey, oh, guys. I'm floating, guys. Your arm is disappearing. I don't have arms.
0: <laughs> he's, he's in outer space just all of a sudden.
2: Oh,
1: oh, oh. oh. I don't know why it's reversed, though. No, it's not. You're fine.
2: For me, it's soul switch.
0: Yeah. Oh, but, okay.
1: It's reversed on mine.
0: I mean, well, you we probably have your um, like the way that, like, what is it? The uh, you have your camera mirrored, like when it shows you Asian vision. But when it shows you to us, we see it normally.
1: <laughs> okay, so it, it reads normal to you.
0: Yeah, it reads soul switch to me, or it's it's soul ch- because your head was in the way. There we go. Yep. Now it's all there.
2: Matt, what did you say? What kind of vision?
3: Asian vision.
2: <laughs> That's what I thought you said. I I, I was just double checking. <laughs> Look at you! Ooh.
0: Look, look at us talking music, making jokes, talking about how people owe us money, and how Jimmy up oh, there, up oh, yep, yeah, now Jimmy's in uh in where Matt needs to be. All you need is a peanut colada in your hand. and I'm pretty sure Matt's gonna run over to your house, and hide in the bushes. Yeah.
2: Jimmy stars and Moana. I'm in the
0: palm tree. <laughs> so that it's all of a sudden, just you're gonna hear the rustling the bushes at night. You're gonna wake up, and you know. He's already in
1: the house. I'm I'm scared to push this button because I'm pretty sure I was having a Zoom hangout with like 20 people and we were drinking. So I'm going to click it and let's see what this background is. (laughs) 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 All right. Let's go back to this. Uh, How about this? All right. We'll go back. We'll go back to that, but... (laughs)
0: Oh my god! <laughs> I always thought about making a background for this, but then I'm like, you know, what? it's gonna be weird because all of a sudden you're just gonna see like this weird background, and just be yeah. talking to a mic, and it's just nah. I like I like the aesthetic of two skateboard decks, a flag, and a cup, a nice light back there, a poster. I kind of like the aesthetic on this.
1: Is that the Illuminati flag?
0: Uh no, it's a it's a flag that I made when I went out to Croatia last year because I did the whole entire uh, 30 Seconds to Mars uh, thing that was out in Croatia last year. So my friends wanted me to make a flag for him like fuck it, okay. I didn't know what to do, so I just made one. Um let's just say that someone wanted it, but I was not willing to part with it.
1: I was gonna say I'm surprised it made it home.
0: It it did, it did make it home. Um because when I took a pic because like the my uh it took I ended up taking a picture with both Jared and Shan Leto with the flag. And I was walking as I was walking off, Jared is like, dude, can I have that flag? I was like, oh, I don't wanna as cool as it would be to give you, I don't have another one. Wait.
2: <laughs> that's an awesome story. So he asks you for it, and you're like, nope. Yeah, because I only had one. That, not too many people can say that. That's good. I think a lot of people would fold on that. So good for you. I
1: would have been like, I'll give you this flag if you give me your cell phone number. How about that? <laughs> and okay. then you could be that's texting him.
0: I, I probably would have gotten escorted off the off the island at that point. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. I would have been like, I don't feel like
0: in things.
2: Was
0: that a good show? Um, I I'll put it this way: with the kind of shows that I like to go and see, it just it was high energy. But the kind of shows I like to go and see, it just doesn't fit my style anymore because they play a lot gotcha. more of their newer stuff. So it's a lot more of like a pop show kind of style build. Yeah, yeah, you know? gotcha, so, yeah. Which I was like, man, I wish I'd have seen it back in like two thousand nine, two thousand ten, when they were. This was when they were, just came out with This Is War because they kind of had a little bit more of that alternative style to them, a little bit more of that pop yeah. essence. But they little still more edgy. Had them, they still had more. They they still had that edgy, you know kind of emo, uh, post hardcore kind of feel to them from a beautiful eye. So would have been like, it would have been cool, but I mean, I still really like the band. I still like their older stuff. I do not like their newer stuff, but I'm not afraid to say it. So yeah. Agreed. And, I, and I've said and a lot of things about bands too, especially like with certain things on that, where it's, there's a lot of people that have favorite bands and it's always fun to kind of talk, especially it's like, if you, if you don't like a band, there's certain people that like really like something and they just get so full into it but then there's like for me it's like my favorite band there's some stuff that there's some of their music that i really don't care for i still like the band like i still there's still my favorite band but i don't like everything they've ever put out it's just yeah
1: yeah i just gotta be honest with myself yeah that's basically it it is what it is i mean you can't like something if you don't like it
0: yeah it's like i can't i'm not gonna force myself to like something that just doesn't fit that's kind of the way I'm it is. Just
3: so many Paul jokes, but I'm not gonna say them.
0: <laughs> I, f- I feel like if you said one, then I'd be like, okay. I feel like that'd be the perfect way to wrap up this podcast.
2: I mean, you I think can... there's opposite? There's an opposite to that, by the way. I think I can't stand when uh you do like a band, and people almost try to make you feel guilty for liking that band. You know, yes, like, you like that music. It's like, why is that a problem for you? you know. <laughs>
3: I deal with that all the time. I'm like, you, you hang out with this Paul character. I'm like, I guess I don't know.
2: <laughs> You're gonna say you deal with this all the time when you with music you like. Yeah, oh, no. there.
3: I'm yeah, gonna listen to. I'm gonna listen to Spider Man. I don't care. Which, by the way, there's some cool shit happening with that new Spider Man.
0: Oh, Spider Man, uh, the third one that because aren't they bringing back like both Andrew Garfield and Tobey McGuire for it? They got
3: they got yeah, they got all three Spider-Mans going on. They got uh Dr. Octopus from the Toby Maguire Spider-Man, they got Electro from the Amazing Spider-Man, and they got uh Kristen Dunce as that MJ and uh Emma Stone as uh Gwen Stacy. So they got like a full Spider-Verse thing going on right now. Didn't Gwen Stacy die? That's what I didn't understand too, but I don't know. If they're going into a multiverse, maybe they're going to go before that happened.
0: Well, I mean, they're bringing in Doctor Strange for the movie, so I think that's how they're going to make that work.
3: Yeah. Which, that was one of the best comic book death scenes ever, was the Glenn Stacy one. They pulled that one off. For all of the things that that movie messed up with, that was awesome. I actually, I
2: actually liked the Amazing Spider-Man movies.
1: Those are my favorite until the new ones.
2: I think they really, yeah. I think they really did a good job. They to- totally beat up
1: Toby.
3: I I, I enjoyed them, but I do think that they tried to they they did what all these other studios do, and they're like trying to play catch up to Marvel in one movie instead of ten years.
0: Yeah, that does make a lot of sense. But I do have to agree with you on that. Uh, in Amazing *Spider-Man 2*, when they when de- the death of Gwen Stacy, so like just how they played it off, and just because it was it made it seems like okay, she's going to be saved because of course she is. But then just the subtle, like the subtle quickness that they used of the yep. like how her, how she actually died was just fantastic. Yeah, they did. That was cool. Now I'm
1: gonna
2: watch that one again.
1: I like they're way better than uh, Kirsten Dunst. I feel
2: like DC is doing what you just said, like trying to catch up with Marvel. Oh <laughs> god, it. oh,
1: yeah,
2: it's like too fast. But they are being smart. I think they're putting everything on HBO Max coming up, like Star Wars is with disney plus so i think they found their home for you to stream christopher nolan was crying about that or something like that i don't know
0: yeah well i mean that i i think we can kind of tie into the like this in the end of the podcast as well because you're seeing like a lot of movie studios and they're kind of crying and bitching about like oh people are putting their stuff on streaming now oh this is gonna be bad but It's a lot of, like, times with musicians, too, and, like, different bands that have been very relevant for a long time. When things start to change, they don't want to change because then they're not as well versed in those. So they want things to stay the same so they stay on top. However, when things change, if you don't change with them, you're going to end up getting left in the dust. Same thing with music because if you, like, especially all of a sudden, there are a lot of bands that were not doing so well back in the early seasons. All of a sudden, iTunes becomes a huge thing. Everyone's downloading MP3s. That becomes a huge thing. So bands are really getting a lot more of an online presence than stuff like with Facebook, Twitter, Instagram streaming specifically became a huge thing with that with Spotify, with certain playlists, with certain algorithms. That's a whole nother can of worms that I've gotten into yeah. beforehand. And it's like, yeah, Spotify, great for the consumer, for the artist. Uh, Spotify, you got to do a much better fucking job of that because you guys are just blowing it like crazy on that because you're basically being like, Hey, we're making all this money. We're not giving much to you guys. Ha.
1: Yeah. And on top of that, it's uh coming to find out that Apple Music, if you stream from them, it actually sounds better than Spotify. So even Spotify's like the way they compress it, I guess, or stream it, is not the audio quality is not even that good. That's I'm so glad I download all my stuff still
0: because I have to use it all the time for certain things. So I still have everything downloaded on like an old iPod and it still just sounds fantastic. Yeah. But like, on t- but like, basically where I was going with that is, is just everything that changes, especially with the way the internet is, everything's always ev- changing. Everything's always evolving. So you have to either basically evolve with it, adapt with it, or die. Because yeah. if you don't adapt with it, then you're going to end up getting left in the dust because where people's attention are gonna is going to go, where people are going to end up listening to your music, where people are going to pay attention to you guys on like the platforms that they're going to pay attention to you on, if you're not there, then they're, you're not going to be in their minds again. Yeah,
3: and and not and not to dive too deep into it or anything like that, but, you know, and not to sound too salty, I guess, but everybody else is already going through essentially what they're complaining about. And, you know, they come off as complaining that they're not going to get their blockbuster bonuses now or their their uh, box office bonuses or whatever have you. It's like there's people whose businesses and venues and this and that is all closed down, and all this, and you guys are just now getting affected by it, and now it's an issue. So... I I don't care what they say, whatever.
0: That is a very good point, actually. I think that's a good point to end on as well, to the point where a lot of people have been affected and now they're sort of like, oh my God, it's it's bad now. But because you haven't felt it for the past like nine months that, oh, you didn't expect this to happen. Everyone that's kind of sitting there like that's been experienced this past nine months is just kind of like, oh, now you see it. Oh, (laughs)
1: boo. it's yeah. like no
0: it's your turn to it it's your turn to adapt motherfucker yeah <laughs> all right but as we close out this podcast because we're about at that hour and a half mark i always like to leave the ending for you guys to have a chance to say whatever the hell you guys want to say like last words in the podcast last words to the audience whatever you want to say so the floor is officially yours even though it has been for a while but yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. Hey everybody thanks for checking out the podcast with kevin at the it's a chord progression.
0: The chord progression podcast. That's, yes, that's what's up.
1: Um, uh, check out our new music, our old music. Stream everywhere: YouTube, Spotify, Apple. Well, music. Apparently
3: not Spotify because you know we were apparently <laughs> hating on that.
1: Well, yeah, don't go to Spotify if you want to hear better, good quality. Don't go there. Go to Apple Music, and uh, you know we're on all the streaming platforms. So I can't. Even but remember if any you names. have
2: Spotify, still so go to Spotify.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, don't worry. whatever whatever you guys have to be able to stream Soul Switch, please go and do that. They got a great energetic hard rock sound I think you're going to enjoy. So when it comes to finding them online, when it comes to finding all their music to stream, when it comes to finding where you can buy some of their merch, which you should. I mean, use some of that crisp one you got from Grandma and Grandpa and buy one of their shirts, yo. Because, yeah, you should. I'm going to have all those links in the description of the podcast. So whether you're watching on YouTube, listening on Spotify, mm-hmm. Listening on Apple Podcasts, listening on Google Play, listening to iHeartRadio, you're just going to be able to see the links in the description. I'm going to make it super easy for you guys. So it's a one-click, like one-stop shop away kind of thing. It's going to be super easy, convenient. That's the name of the game. So making sure you guys buy some merch, man, and stream their music. You're going to enjoy it.
3: Download our music. You shouldn't have given us the last words. You talk better. So, yeah, we
1: just, we like to play music. Yeah, well,
0: (laughs) I I always always give last words and I always give my. Last a bit from there
3: because
1: that's
0: usually <laughs> what happens. But as we close this out, guys, I never like to say goodbye on this podcast because all the bands I talk to, I always have an incredible time talking to them. I always want to continue this on. And now that, you know, hopefully with 2021, we get live shows to come back, if I'm in your neck of the woods or anywhere you you guys come by me and I have a chance to see you guys play live, you can expect me to be in the crowd. Awesome, awesome man. Appreciate,
2: it.
3: Well, I pre- appreciate you having us on and, you know, appreciate everything, man.
0: Appreciate having you guys on as well. So I cannot say goodbye in good conscience. So I'm going to end with what I love to end with. See you later. See you. See you later. Whoa, 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 folks. That was my interview with the guys of Soul Switch. And yeah, that conversation was fun as all hell to be a part of. And again chloroform <laughs> don't know why but uh expect music come out from soul switch they have this energetic rock style that i think you guys are gonna love so be sure to be on the lookout for their new stuff coming out in 2021 hopefully spring we'll see if that holds true though because hey anything can happen we saw that anything can happen in 2020 2021 might be the exact same way hopefully now if we get back to the live shows because i want my live shows back man i want to see these guys play live too so let's Make sure that we follow these guys on all their social media stuff. Listen to their music. Stream it. Again, links in the description of the podcast. And that's going to be for me today, guys. Thank you for watching and listening to the Code Progression Podcast. Brought to you by MSOTD Rocks or Rock and Metal Thrive. My name is Kevin. And you guys know how I end every single one of these episodes with a big, healthy, and hearty. See yo.